0: Wow, that makes total sense and has absolutely nothing to do with what he's talking about right now. Today's process is this. From the side learning, same sandbox. Sit back, relax. Let's light that lantern. Well, hello there, Rangers. Wade Skalski here, lawyer, online entrepreneur, and your guide to the understory. Because this place is filled with monsters and bandits, here comes your first warning. Although I am a lawyer, this podcast is not for legal advice. Work with me, you must have a signed agreement. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. All right, let's enter the understory. Remember, admission is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light the lantern. What is up, Rangers? Those of you who are in the understory against your will, and those of you who are in the understory on paper, on purpose, Wade Skalski here at the understory lawyer. All right, episode 141. Here we go. So this morning, I was listening to Russell Brunson, which I do try to do every single morning. If you look at my Facebook feed, uh, my personal feed, you'll see that I take a screenshot every day of what I listen to with regards to him. And you can see the time that I listen to. Like Sometimes it's as early as 3.30 in the morning because I'm like an old man, like my dad. When I wake up, sometimes I can't go back to sleep, so I start my day. Uh, And it's part of my morning routine, and I do it every single day. Uh, Russell Brunson, if you don't know who he is, he's an online marketer. He has... Uh, His business is valued at almost a billion dollars. So he's a unicorn, but his business is a unicorn. He's not a unicorn. That would be weird. Um, But he basically uh, bootstrapped his business. No venture capital funding. I'm not aware of any other SaaS company um, that has done that. And uh, so he is sort of an, I would say a master of marketing. So I listen to his podcast every single day. It's not very long. It's like 10 to 15 minutes long. Every once in a while, he'll throw a 30 minute one on there. Um, And he does that one every Monday and Wednesday. So when I run out, I'll switch over to his marketing from the car. So there's a lot of episodes there to do. Anyways, why is this relevant to today? Well, this morning, so um, he had an episode that I think I had actually listened to before, but I had missed the day. And so I didn't put it on my Facebook feed so I wasn't sure. And as I turned it on, it was about his new Traffic Secrets book. And I had actually, I was like, okay, I heard this one. And I had this little heuristic for myself. When I hear, when I, my brain says, uh, don't listen to this person. I make sure to, to double down and really focus on what that person is going to say. Like an example, uh, Steve Larson. Steve Larson was in something called the One Funnel Away Challenge. He was one of the coaches, and he's very bombastic. I didn't really enjoy his delivery style. He goes, boom, every time. See, I can't even do it out loud like he does it. But he has a uh, delivery style where he does it every single time. And... Um, Like he starts every podcast or he started every coaching session with a really loud scream, right? Trying to break your speakers. And I didn't – it kind of annoyed me. And I was like, I don't really want to listen to this guy. But because I have that Euristic where I was like, when my brain says I shouldn't listen to a person and I double down and focus and listen to what they had to say, listening to him started me on a journey to this podcast. (laughs) Listening to him started me on a journey to, um, I should say – pivoted me to a journey to where now I'm doing the podcast, how I want to do it, right? So he was a very integral part of the process. And if I wouldn't have listened to him, I would still get to to where I'm going. I just think I would have not have been able to compress time frames like I have. And so that's when you're sick number one is when someone says, hey, uh, or when your brain says, I don't want to listen to this person, then just, just take five minutes and listen to them, whatever. Maybe you may come to a conclusion that what they have to say is not worth listening, but almost everyone has something worth listening to, even if it's what not to do. If, just like your parents, like when your parents do something right, hey, model your parents. When your parents do something that's not right, hey, be thankful and say, hey, that's something that doesn't work. Um, And so that's heuristic number one. Heuristic number two then is, or, Anytime that I'm going through a training and I was like, I I already know this, like if my brain goes, you already know this, then I double down I focus even stronger because you can always go deeper on a subject always. So but in this specific instance, my brain was saying, you've heard this already. Not that I already know it, but that I already had already heard. i had already heard this already. So. So anyway, so I was like, okay, cool. So I was like, I was like, I read her this already. I didn't do the post, so I'll listen to it and I'll do the post today. So I listened to it and and I'm I'm like really focusing on it. And he had a throwaway that in there that he said, just a throwaway sentence that he talked about time. So because he was talking about, um, he was talking about how. They have, uh, they were trying to, people trying to press him for timing with regards to his uh, Funnel Hacking Live event. And his Funnel Hacking Live event, they're trying to like, for when he was going to go up there, how much time he was going to spend. And he said, he said, when I'm selling something, everything is timed down to the second. But when I'm teaching something, everything, there's no, it, I will teach as long as it takes to teach. There's no time limit. And then he went on to talk more about Traffic Secrets. That was the point of the podcast. The, I really don't remember the rest of the podcast, but that that sentence sort of struck me like a lightning bolt. Because sometimes I will put selling and teaching as the same thing, and they're not. And it's important that I keep those two things separate. So I was still in the commerce sandbox. My framework is commerce, connections, creations, under stories, underneath all those things, planned growth experiences on top of all those things. And that's the framework that I teach and that I employ in my own life. But for uh, this moment, I was listening to a commerce a commerce podcast and the lesson that I got was not on the topic, but still within commerce. That's when you get something kind of a flash of insight from the same sandbox that in in the same sandbox, that's the advantage of going to live events or going to events. Lots of times when you're going to events, you're going to get ideas from the event that have nothing to do with the event, but are still in commerce. Okay? That's that's from the side learning. That's like the closest from the side learning that you can get because you're you're paying attention and you're getting a flash of insight that's important about something that's not what you're trying to learn. It's from the side. It's about something else. And this is in the same sandbox. The other part of from the side learning that I teach a lot is when you want to go from sandbox to sandbox. So, so for example, when he's talking about, all right, um, how would I apply this lesson to my connections? So I have a lesson now where I'm like, when I'm selling... When I'm selling something, I'm timed down to a minute. And then when I'm teaching something, it's as long as it takes. Well, how are that applying that business lesson? How that apply in my connections and my family with my children? Well, so when you're teaching your children something, right, sometimes we get in, in when, some, when our child interrupts us or when, our, when something is taking longer than we expect or whatever. If your family is truly your priority, then when you're teaching your child something in that moment, um it's gonna take whatever it's gonna take. And that has to be the priority. So if you're late for something for commerce, if you're late for something, unless it's unless it's something you absolutely 100% cannot be late for because it will destroy your business, but almost nothing is like that, then take as much time as you possibly can with your kids and teach them however long it takes to teach them. And then when you're satisfied that they at least grasp what you're saying, then you can move on to something else. They'll sense that energy. That's an example of taking from the sign learning in commerce and whipping it over connections just a good good practice then what about but what about if it's not if you're trying to sell something or trying to persuade something that's a good thing with regards to my wife I drone on and on and on if I'm trying to get her on board with something previously in the past, I would drone on and drone on and drone on and, and, and I would I would throw a bunch of different things at her and, and then see which ones stick, right? Well, I don't do that anymore. We have a date night every Friday. This date night for this Friday, I'm gonna to try to sell her on something, right? And so I'm actually thinking about the presentation I'm going to give her as we're sitting at the Glorious Outback having a bloom onion. I don't know if that's where we're gonna go, but um I like their steak. I know it's at the Outback, but I don't care what you I don't care what you think. Um, it's good. I'll eat that. It's delicious. Um, and I'm not, I'm not really feeling like going to a fancy restaurant these days. So in any event, um, she will, I have to think about how I'm going to do the framing. I'm gonna have to think about all of that. And I don't want it to go super long because I don't want to ruin our date by a 25 minute presentation. I got to boil it down to 10 minutes or five minutes. And so that is something where you learn something in, in, in your, your commerce, you know, whip it over to connections and then you have exponential growth from one thing two areas of my life are improving from one thing I learned from a a reminder of it's a reminder for something I already know, or maybe as an insight I didn't know before. Um, and that's how you can get exponential growth quickly because you're stuck. I'm, I'm already committed to listening to that podcast every single day. Right? So I can mail it in and just listen to it and check the box and say, yeah, my morning routine that I did it and I can feel good about it. Or I can focus Cause I've already committed the time and I'm like, this isn't what I expected it to be. It's something I've already heard, but I'm going to focus right now and make sure that, um, make sure that I'm in a really good space with that. And I did. And this is something that you can use for yourself. So that's from the side learning in the same sandbox. Now, when you do that, um, it might help you to then get out your Ranger field journal. If you don't have a Ranger field journal, get a regular journal, right? And then write it down. Why? The act of writing it down is going to do one of two things. It's going to help you remember it because when you do multiple sort of inputs like hearing and then seeing and writing it down, you have much more retention, like 60 to 70% more retention. So write it down. Then when you review, you do your weekly review or whatever, you'll see it again. You'll be reminded of it again. Okay. Um, But then here's another thing about it is like the act of writing it down, it may spin off new realizations because you're doing it on paper and you're putting your mind in a different place. I want you to be successful quickly. I don't want you to have to go like the long old fashioned route of like in school learning where you sit down in school, you learn science, you get up, you go to homeroom, you get up, you go to home ec, you get up, you go to shop, like, and you're just learning individual things. We want all of our things integrated. We want our commerce, our connections and our creations integrated. I want to move you as an entrepreneur towards your creative power and I want to do it as fast as seemingly possible because you don't have a lot of time. Your spouse needs you, your kids need you to be successful financially in your business as fast as humanly possible. Also, the support that they give you is mostly faith-based faith when you're starting out. But if you give them, if they see that you're making these advances in the family, if they see that, oh, he's paying a lot of attention with the kids, if they see it, it's like, oh, it's like he's putting together, um, he's really thinking through how he wants to present things to me. They're going to give you, those are results that although they're not in commerce, they're in connections, will buy you more time in commerce. Each area of what you're doing can buy you time in another area if done correctly. But you have to have a mind map and you have to have a way to think about it as you're going through your day or your monkey brain will just spin you up and you won't go where you want to go. And you'll do it slow and you may not make it. When you decide I'm an entrepreneur and you want to leave either your nine to five business or you realize that you're stuck in the gig economy, you're being commoditized, or you have a business that you've created that you don't like, That's a clicking, a clicking, a ticking clock starts at that time. A table, a sip of coffee. There is a clicking, clicking. Why did I say clicking? There is a ticking clock. There's nothing you can do about that clock. It's a race, and once you realize that, and that you you aren't fooled by the veil of familiarity of your of your actual job or your gay economy or your business, it's a little frightening. And so I want to give you every single tool I possibly can so that when you arrive at the end of your creation part where you create your own business that you like, you're still married. Or even if you're not divorced, you're not irreparably, your marriage is not irreparably destroyed. That's going to take you a long time to fix because I I traded on my wife's faith in my business uh, for 10 years. 10 years. Don't do that. I had a business that was kind of working. I was paying the bills kind of, even when I had huge months, it wouldn't, it would just catch us up. Um, I was doing another a secondary business that was not working, was never going to work because I was never meant to be in that place. I was meant to make my own place, but I didn't even know what that, I didn't even know how to describe that or have a mind map for it. And so I still today, even on our dates, date nights, every date night, there's a little bit of repair to do. And it may take forever. I don't know. You know, I have no idea. So I wanna save you from that. And the frameworks that I describe from the side learning will help you and help you do that. So what I want you to do is I want you to take out your Ranger Field Journal. If you don't have a Ranger Field Journal, I want you to take out a regular journal. If you don't have a regular journal, for the love of God, for the love of God, go buy yourself a regular journal. And what I want you to do is I want you to um, write down something that your brain tells you with regards to either listening to someone seeing a piece of content again whatever your sentence is like oh i've already done this or "I know this or something like that just write that down and write your thoughts about it and just remember there is no end if you stay in the path to understanding If you are listening to this podcast and you are an online entrepreneur, I know exactly what it feels like to be you because I am one. I know what it's like to know that you are smart and work your ass off, but always feel like you cannot get traction. I know what it feels like to have your spouse support you outwardly, but on the inside, they're saying to themselves, is this going to work? And I know that you want to create something in business, but you always end up chasing the same dollar over and over. Or maybe you want to create something in the arts, but you feel like you shouldn't play there. So you wander in the forest stuck in the understory. I spent over 40 years there fighting the same monsters and bandits over and over. And when I discovered that if you learn what the understory is and you start to go there on purpose, you can find a clearing where you have clarity and power in your commerce, connections, and creations. You handle the forest like a badass ranger with the proper mindsets and skill sets that you need. Not once chosen for you by some guru or your parents, but chosen by you on paper. On purpose. We can walk the understory together, but I cannot find you unless you raise your hand and say, I'm over here. Subscribe to my email list at understorylawyer.simplecast.com. Let's find your clearing together a place free of entanglements, a place with a bedrock foundation, and a place where you set the boundaries, not anyone else.